Welcome to the Eight Keys of Sales Excellence podcast, powered by Sales Awakening. Join the sales and marketing community that have made the choice to strive for excellence both personally and professionally. Now, please welcome your host, Craig Francisco. Hey everybody, it's Craig at Sales Awakening. Hope you're having a great day. I'm really excited to share this latest podcast interview with all of you. I recently had a discussion with Shay Robottom, who is the COO and co-founder of Margul Media, which is a social media marketing startup out of Milwaukee. And they specialize in viral video creation. So Shay's got a really cool story. Um, she originally dropped out of college to pursue her aspirations of becoming a musician. She actually tried out for American Idol, made it to the second round before she got cut. So after years of struggling and you know, trying to find herself and figure out where she fits within the entertainment industry, she came across an opportunity to learn more about viral video editing, kind of on a large scale through blogs on Facebook. So she met her life partner, business partner, Luke Marlowe, and they began scaling the model in their bedroom in downtown Milwaukee in spring of 2016. So since then, the business has scaled and they have over 30 employees now. They're servicing companies such as Petco and MGM, and they provide social media marketing campaigns and daily video content for uh, social media pages. So they distribute roughly 2,000 videos per month for their customers, and they average over 1 billion, yes, that's right, billion views per month on their content. So we had a great discussion. It was a lot of fun. Um, Shay's just a rock star all the way through. Super excited to share this with all of you. So please listen. Have a great day. Good morning, Shay. How are you? I'm good, Craig. How are you doing? Good. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to be with me today on our podcast, which is called The Eight Keys of Sales Excellence. Um, I'm really welcome. excited and honored to have you. I know we've been kind of playing phone tag here for a while, and I, yes. I'm just yeah. really excited to have you. I've been following you on LinkedIn, and I think, I'm, I know just with my audience, which is made up of business owners mainly and sales and marketing executives, that they will get a lot out of a lot of the questions I think that I'm going to ask you. And I know that, you know, some of your answers and your story, it's very inspirational. So I'm going to, if I can, I'm just going to kind of dig in and, and we'll go from there. Let's dig. Let's uh, do it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So huge American Idol fan right here. Oh I think I was like uh, <laughs> season one. I didn't miss probably the first five seasons. I'm kind of embarrassed to even say this, but that's awesome. I don't no, think that's... I missed anything. So you were on American Idol. Correct. Yes, I was. So I made it through only the first round, which okay. um, contrary to the way the show makes it seem or portrays okay. it, the first round, you're actually not in front of the celebrity judges. So right. I didn't I didn't meet Simon. I didn't meet any of them, but I was close. And um, I grew up in a family that was also like, it's actually refreshing to hear you say you were such a big fan because we were like obsessed with American Idol. Like we oh, would- yeah actually record like and this was like before dvr even we would like get right. the vhs's and like manually record episodes and like we were obsessed with clay aiken we were oh, like yeah. we were all about it so um yeah i i finally auditioned when i was like what i guess i would have been nine, 19 it was quite okay. a while ago yeah it was a while yeah. ago um but it was really fun it was a it was a cool experience just to be there after seeing like 
the big crowds on TVs all the years oh, yeah. and actually like yeah. waiting in one. Um, yeah. And then I, I got a, I made it through. I got a call back to go back to Chicago for the second one. And then that's where I got cut. And had I made it through that one, that's when I would have met um, the, the judges. judges. Yeah, mm -hmm. shoot. So yeah. what did you sing? Why'd you get cut? What did I sing? Yeah. Well, on the one that I got through, I sang, I remember I sang Destiny's Child, Say My Name. Oh, yes. And yeah, then they, classic. yeah, and then they had me sing another, actually. They were like, you know, I could tell they were kind of interested, but they were like, sing something else. So I sang Someone Like You by Adele, which was like super trending at the time. I don't know oh, if you yeah. remember. It was like a really, oh, yeah, for yeah sure. it, was a, it was a big record. And then that's, yeah, where they were like, okay, you're through. And then at the second audition, Man, I, I think I had a poor song choice. I chose like a Mariah Carey song I just shouldn't have touched. Yeah. You know, I think I just kind of, uh, it was like, and I remember in, in the second audition that they were also interested and they were like asking me to sing other songs. And I was like, I totally choked. Like, I'll admit it. I was yeah. totally nervous. I choked. I think I like sang just like a made up song off the top of my head. I was just feeling really like, yeah, oh, it's not going good. And then a lot actually, of pressure. Yeah, they were nice though. They told me they were like, keep working on it. You know, you have potential. Come back. They told me to come back. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, I didn't go back. Yeah. That's super cool, though. So now you are just before we get into the business that I know you're spending the majority of your time at every day now. But are you still a professional musician? No, no, okay, not at so all. That's so, yeah, I I quit a few years ago to okay. um, start this business, which my partner and I founded. Yeah. So, so. Margo Media, you go from being a, a musician to. Mm -hmm owning and co-founding a media company. So can you mm -hmm. help help us understand that transition and how- Yeah, how yeah, definitely. So um, I met a uh, video person in the city where I was a local artist, I was performing and um, I, you know, I was just like trying to get a couple music videos out, grow my YouTube. My, my one video guy that I had, had been working with actually moved and it was the best thing that he did because I needed to look for a new one. And that's what led me to, I met Luke, Luke Marlowe. So he's okay. my life and business partner now. Sweet. Um, and at the time, he really wasn't actually doing any video work online either. He was more traditional video services like commercials, weddings, that sort of thing. <clears throat> but, you know, uh, he had a big influence on me. I, I think he could tell, like, I just wasn't satisfied with my progress in the entertainment industry. I was starting to grow up a little bit. I was starting to see the reality of like, look, this is so oversaturated. And if I keep growing at this rate, like I'm never going to make it. Right. Um, and he needed help. He was like, you know, let me teach you how to edit. Like I, I'll, I'll provide work for you. And I was like, you know what, maybe it's time I try something else. So I didn't, I, I wasn't like fully committed to quitting music at that point. I was just like learning editing. So I was just like adding a, you know, a trade, um, to my tool belt and, uh, right. Then, like simultaneously around that time, um, we got an opportunity to edit Facebook videos for a really large Facebook page with about 3 million followers at the time. And that's where it really all started to click where I was like, wow, there's a lot of money in this. Like, it's all from your bedroom. You don't even have to leave your house. You know, we didn't even right. have to shoot. We were just editing. It was fun. It was cool to learn about like the internet and how to get views there. And that's when I really like committed to like, okay, I'm just I'm not going to do music anymore. I'm just going to focus on growing this. And helping Luke and um, that was a good decision because I ended up you know co-founding the company and it's grown so much since like those early days when we got our first client. Yeah and like how long is, is this three three years ago or so? 
Um, yes. So it would have been like spring of 2016 that we started. Okay. So not even, okay. That's awesome. That's super exciting. And so you, uh, you know, on your LinkedIn and I I follow you and I know that you're engaged a lot in, in, in posts and you're doing a lot of podcasts, but, uh, you're kind of the self-proclaimed viral video expert. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Help us understand what that means. Sure. Well, I mean, um, my company has released tens of thousands of viral videos across the web. And I think largely what that means is I am an expert in understanding how to curate content, how to license content, how to edit content, and how to distribute content online to achieve views. So like the sum total of like the views we've achieved for our clients at, at Margle is in the like tens of billions like it's it's insane yeah so um i've just had a lot of experience with like you know i'm gonna edit it this way we'll see how it performs here okay i'm gonna like tweak this you know repost it this way will it perform better this way and just you know kind of learning like what takes off what goes viral what flops and then like always adjusting and always fixing accordingly so um it's funny because like when i first made my linkedin profile and i i wrote that i was really talking about like my work at marvel and not like my personal branding or like my personal videos, which also get good reach on LinkedIn. But I wasn't really like, uh, like proclaiming that like I'm viral, but I feel like that's how a lot of people have taken it. And now everyone, you know, calls my videos viral videos, which is kind of cool. It wasn't like, I I didn't plan it that way, but yeah. That is cool though. That's a, it's a good accident. Yes, exactly. So what would you say? I've, you know, a lot of research, I do a lot of sales training for different companies and I'm amazed by how many people have yet to touch video in terms of I know, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So what would you tell, you know, a listener that might be, you know, still they're blogging, which is great. It's you know, content is king, but they're 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 afraid for whatever reason to to jump into the dive in the video. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great question. It is kind of amazing how we're living in a time where it's almost it's almost like split. You know, some people are like still really old school, kind of stuck in the old way of doing things. And some people are like, totally woke, totally understand it, totally on the video grind. So I would say it has to happen for you eventually. Like, hey, it's great that you've been maintaining without, but like you will need this eventually just to compete. So would you rather, you know, wait till the last minute and potentially, you know, not even get that opportunity? Or would you rather have a head start and just get acclimated with video and, and start finding or even producing your own video content. Um, it's, it's, it's where the world is going. Everything's becoming video. So yeah, I, I, would I don't, I don't think I need to even really tell you anything. Like you just, no, you, you just see it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You can even test, you know, just even your own little test where you can post a 30 second video about yeah. a topic and then have the same thing posted just with written word. And it's amazing. It's, you know, five, 10 X, difference in terms of the, the engagement. Yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So and shorter content is better for sure too. Yes. No, that's mm-hmm. great. So you, you did a video February 7th, 2016. I love it. Do you know where I'm going with this on YouTube? Oh um, yeah. The weakness is a choice. Video. Weakness is a choice. Yeah. Love this video. So I've, I watched it again this morning just to refresh Thank my you. mind. I'm so glad I have another one coming out. Like it's, do you? so you'll like that's, it. Kind of, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So what, yeah. what drove you to create that video and a message yeah. behind it really, I guess is where I'm going. 
Yeah, this is this is eerie because like literally like on another podcast I was on this week, someone asked me this exact question and like it. So I already have the wow, answer for you. That's I, good. I don't have to reflect. I but I did. I was like reflecting on it. Like what led me to write that? Well, first of all, I so that was like around that time that that was posted. That was probably like the last piece of content I released like as an artist. It wasn't okay. musical. It was just a poem. But like right. I was still that was like when I was doing my artist stuff. So all the videos that I've taken down are like my rap videos, my thing, you know, stuff that I just don't really feel fits my image anymore. I left that video because I thought it still did fit my image. I was like, you know, I'm just going to leave this live. And since growing on LinkedIn, a bunch of new people have seen that video. And it's like they, it's kind of funny how it's like surfacing again. Everyone's asking me about it. I'm like, right. oh, that was so long ago. Luke and I made that. But yeah, so I wrote it because I, I feel like I was talking to myself when I wrote it. Like I was very um, going through a hard time learning video you know i was not a techie chick growing up i didn't so that was like quite a learning curve for me to learn like video editing software and all that and i think i was feeling weak and i was doubting myself and i was like um yeah just just kind of in a low low self-esteem energy and right. i decided to write a poem about it and it's like i'm speaking to everyone but i'm really i'm speaking to myself i'm saying like you know what like you have to be strong and like you have to get through this and there's someone else who's in the same position as you, who's, who is willing to fight and who's, um, you know, not playing the victim and who's getting out there and who's getting it done. So like, they're going to beat you and like you, you, you right. have to drive forward. So I wrote it to encourage myself. I love it. It, it was Thank awesome. You. So Thanks. Yeah. I can't wait to let me know when the next one's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, star I'm starting to, uh, because I got so much positive feedback from that. I was like, wow. And um, yeah, I wrote another um, and it's coming out this week. And yeah, the goal is to produce one of those a week, like always okay. have a, a constant okay. new um, poem coming out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, so thank you so much. No, you're very welcome. So I, what I really want to tie into that video, what I get out of it too, Shay, is you're very um, strong personality because you, you'll, you'll write some controversial content on LinkedIn and you'll get some, yeah, you'll get yeah. some great, you know, comments, but you also get some comments that are negative and, I, yes. lo I love what you do is when you turn those around and you talk about them in your next video, yes, or, yeah. which is great. So thank you. Tell us why you do that. So a lot of people would be, they would see something negative written about them and they would just want to go hide and say, oh my gosh, I'm never doing anything again and putting myself out there. So tell yeah. me what yeah. goes through your mind. I love it. Thanks. Yeah. Well, and, and to be, to be clear, like I do feel that way. Like I don't, ever want to make it seem like I'm just so invincible, unstoppable that those negative comments don't make me want to go cry in a hole and quit everything because they do. And they have, I mean, like a lot of my life, I was held back from putting myself out there, being an artist, you know, taking the leap because I was just so scared of what people thought and because I was criticized. And, and um, I, I do think that being an artist really prepared me for criticism, for negative comments. I mean, shit the, the 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 stuff i'm sorry can i swear on here I yeah you can swear. <laughs> okay yeah, it's just um, I don't care. The, but the you know the negative comments i get on linkedin are actually quite mild in comparison to some of the comments i would get back when i was releasing music content and i was trying to be a rapper and just you know right. there's there's a lot more criticism in the entertainment industry. Um, there was like a, a whole reddit page written about me that was just like awful and i think it just like I, I just, I had to come to the realization, like, look, ever since 
you've been a little girl, you want to be in entertainment, right? You want to be on stage, you're comfortable in front of people, that's your thing. Like, this is part of that, Shay. Like, you're going to deal with people who don't like you. You're going to deal with negative right. comments. Like, you can't avoid it. And I think I just finally, like, reached a, point, a breakthrough point where I realized, like, I, I have to live with this. Like, if I want to achieve my dreams, it's not one or the other. Like, it's both. I'm going right. to get all of these negative comments. So, um, yeah, I think it, like, from there, I just developed the ability to, like, look at the comments objectively and kind of be like, hmm, like, is this person having a bad day? Or, like, why do people jump to these conclusions? And, oh, this right. is just related to, like, the political state of the country. And I'm going to talk about So I right. think I do, I do it as a way to diffuse it for myself, but also to educate others on, like, hey, this is how you should really be looking at the comment section because like no comment should ruin your day or no negative feedback should like stop you from going where you're going to go. Yeah. Well, I, I thank you for doing that. And I hope that you continue because I think it's good for, I think those are more powerful to, to, to watch and to learn from than anything else. And I think there's so thank many you. people. Good. I'm, I'm glad you like that. Yeah. You're welcome. There, there's so many people out there that struggle with mindsets they yeah. just can't, you know, they're stuck and they're afraid and they don't want to fail and they have these huge dreams, but they just, they're just afraid to take that first step. I know it. I and know I feel it. for them. I feel, and I've been there. We've all had those days where you get up and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just, it's not my thing. I need to go find a job, work nine to five. Yeah. And, and yeah. there's so many people that want to start businesses out there. So what would you say to them, the ones that have this the aspirations, the dreams to do something, but they're afraid of the consequences or what others might think. Mm -hmm. I would say you're going to die. You know, like, what do you want to, what do you want to be thinking on your deathbed? Do you want to be thinking, yeah, you know, I'm glad I didn't like risk it and start a business. I, I've been really comfortable at my job the past 40 years. Yeah, that was good. Or are you, do you want to be like, Hey, I went for it. I started a business. It failed anyways. Like I'm just using like the worst cases even. And like, right. but I, I still feel like even if you went for it and your business failed and you were like, it was a tragic loss, like you would rather be on your deathbed with that experience. Um, and I, you know, another piece of advice I would say is like, I, I do think people tend to be hard on themselves when they, they uh, set a goal in their head, they can get very stuck on it. This is what happened. Like when I was an artist, for example, I was, I had right. like one definition of success was like, being a famous singer. Like that was it. Like that was my definition. So it took me a long time to like break away from that and realize like, no, maybe you could like be a business owner. Maybe you could like make money online. Like you, you, you limit yourself when you like, you know, uh, you focus on that one thing you see yourself as. And I do think that having a job can be great. And for some people, like maybe that is like sure. a better fit for you. And to, to accept that in yourself, like, you know what, maybe I'm not an entrepreneur. Maybe like I'll, you know, have a steady income nine to five, but like I have this side hustle that like takes the pressure off, like needing to have income, but like is still like a fun hobby and fulfills me. Like maybe right. that's more a fit for you. But I do think that people get so caught up in needing the, to be the perfect, like one, like all or nothing entrepreneur. And it's like, no, like you, it's okay to have a job, you know, like you don't have to look down right. on yourself for that. I'm not saying don't go for it, but then it's like, don't beat yourself up when you realize like, maybe this is the route for me. That sort of thing. Yeah. And sometimes you have to do both and there'll be a, a, you know, a period of time, or maybe you'll find out that doing something on your own isn't what you're meant to do. So you're right. I think it's, there's yeah. definitely a balance and there's yeah. absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with, with, you know, having a career working for another company. And I, you know, I, when I look back at people that have been successful or that have inspired me over the years and I, and I love 
for whatever reason, I'm just kind of a, a junkie. Like I can't get enough of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the story, you know, it's the personal story. Um, the war, the fight that goes on inside of our heads is so much more severe than most people are willing to talk about. And we're, you know, yes. we are our worst enemy and, and we, yes. we probably think way more about something than anyone else would ever um, care, care to think, especially about our, you know, us individually. And I've got a, a little short story to share with you. This happened on Friday. Yes, I, um, oh. I had a sales training for, it was uh, seven women that own nice. essential or young living essential oils businesses. Okay. So, you know, so is that like a multi-level yes, market? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, and you know, they're, I think majority of them are teachers. They've done really, really well. Like they're getting to the point where if they continue to focus and continue to, to work hard and grind, I mean, it's definitely a side hustle, but to, to the point now where it's, it's almost where they can choose to, okay, am I going to go on this full time now? So they've done really, really well. And so it was so fun for me to listen to the stories as to, you know, what made them, First of all, fall in love with the product because it's a great product. I'm, I was like totally like didn't know anything about oils and all of that. And I think I've yeah. got like a master's degree in it after, after yeah. 10 hours of yeah. training. I but, bet. Uh, I can imagine. But it was it so smells cool. pretty good in the room. Well, it does. Yeah. I've got stuff all over. Uh, they, they've got me hooked. But the, uh, it's just the, the passion that they had. And they all had a reason. You know, they all had a story behind why they wanted to kind of go to that next level in their careers. And it's just, you know, they're not afraid to go out and put themselves out there and they're not afraid to face the doubters and, and they're willing to get up every day and fight that fight. Right. And there's rejection. Just, yes. And they and they get a lot of it. And, and so in, and I do, and I'm sure you do as well. I want to just, as we kind of wrap up Shay, you know, you've had this, this business now for almost three years. It's, been wildly successful based off of just a short period of time. You know, you have a lot of employees, a lot of great customers, and I'm sure you're getting clients, potential clients that are calling you every day. But you've had to face some of your own challenges at Margle. Is there anything you can share with us that, with the guests here, that that it's not always easy? Yeah, you know, I, I think the biggest lesson I've learned in the recent past, uh, as I've scaled and as the business has gotten bigger and bigger, more people to manage, more accounts to manage, um, is that you, you really have to learn how to manage stress. Uh, I don't think that going into this business, I had the best handle on that, on how to like stay neutral in situations, how to not react, react emotionally, make rash decisions. Because every day, you know, there's some, some fire, some, some fire you got to put out. And uh, if you just continue to get stressed about every single obstacle that comes your way, like you'll never make it. Um, You'll never make it. So I had to learn a lot more discipline of, you know, managing my own emotions and, you know, is this really worth getting upset over? Um, You know, just learning, learning to think very objectively, I think will be in any business owner's favor and not react with emotion. Um, Yeah. That that would be the biggest thing. No, that. Yeah, it's super helpful. And there's never enough time in a day to get all the things done we want to. And yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that's a challenge and, and owning a business. You literally, you can, if you love it too, it's like the days go by super fast. And yes, they do. Your yes. list gets a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's just really neat to see what you've done in, in your career so far. And, 
Thank and you. And hopeful and encourage all of the listeners to make sure that they follow you in your journey. And so it's, yes, definitely. It's been a lot of fun. And I want to thank you again for taking your time this morning to spend with us. And Thank you, Craig. No, this is awesome. We'll have to do yeah, it again for sure. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Right, Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the eight keys of sales success podcast. Please subscribe to our channel and visit our website at www.salesawakening.com for additional sales and marketing content. Remember, we all have a choice to be excellent. Make the choice today.